0: So today's story is from the Disney Fairies Storybook Collection. It is the fourth story in the book called "A Glowing Team," and it's written by Leah Stevens. And it is read today. A glow. That's the glowing team. Mm Mhm. And it is read today by. Kitten Don. And Kitten Smooth. Kitten Smooth. And Kitten Last. And Kitten Last. And Kitten Lou. Lots of different kittens are here with us today. So, let's read about these fairies. And Kitten Lou. Okay. Meow. And now, do you remember where we were in the story? We had just, Tinkerbell had just broken the moonstone, and she was headed off on a grand adventure all by herself, and she and Terrence had really had a pretty gross fight. And I think she had kind of a bad attitude. So let's see what happens, if she's going to find the mirror to fix her problems. Here we go. Tinkerbell was on her way to a lost island. She had been asked by the Minister of Autumn to create a scepter for the Autumn Revelry using a rare blue moonstone. The stone would align with the moon and supply the berries with special blue pixie dust. But Tink had broken the moonstone. Now she was searching for the legendary Mirror of Encanta, which would grant her one wish. It was her only hope for replacing the moonstone. As night fell, Tink grew hungry. She opened a bag of food, but it was empty. She opened another bag, and inside was a very cute little firefly with a very full stomach. The firefly had eaten all her food, Shoo! Tink yelled at the little firefly. I'm on a very important mission, she said. I have two days to find the magic mirror and wish the Moonstone back. Tink pulled out her map, but it was too dark outside. She couldn't read it. Suddenly, a gentle light lit up the map. It was the firefly. Oh, all right. Tink told him, you can stay. I'm Tinkerbell, what's your name? The firefly glowed even more brightly. A blinky? Flicker? Tinkerbell guessed. Then she got it. Blaze! As the balloon flew through the night sky, Tink and Blaze kept watch for the lost island. Suddenly the balloon floated into a thick fog. They could no longer see where they were going. The two friends settled down and soon dozed off. The next morning, they woke to a loud crash. The balloon had flown into a tree and gotten stuck on a branch. This must be the lost island, Tink said. There it is, the stone arch from the story. Tinkerbell asked Blaze to stay and watch the balloon, and then she flew off to investigate. Tink could barely contain her excitement as she hurried toward the arch. But when she got closer, she realized it was made of two trees, not of stone. It was the wrong arch. Just then, Blaze flew over, the anchor had come loose and the balloon was floating away. He tried to warn Tink, but she was too busy thinking about the arch to listen. By the time she realized what had happened, the balloon was gone. See, Tink, this is why we always have to be good listeners. Especially first-time listeners because if she'd been a first-time listener and heard him right away, she would have been able to save the balloon. Tink, was lost. She was sad and she was hungry. Blaze wanted to help. He gave a distress call and a group of bugs appeared. Bees brought Tink honey to drink, to eat, and pill bugs gave her water. Soon Tinkerbell felt much better. Have you seen a stone arch around here? Tink asked. The bugs helped Tinkerbell to her feet and led her to a clearing in the forest. A big stone arch lay just across the valley. Thank you so much, Tink said. It's great to have friends that'll help you out, huh? She said to Blaze. Suddenly, Tink felt a wave of sadness. She missed her friend Terence. The last time she saw him, they'd fought and she'd stormed off. Back in Pixie Hollow, Terence missed Tink too. He decided to go apologize to her. But when he knocked on her door, there was no answer. "Tink? It's me," Terence called. "There's something I need to tell you. Tink?" Terrence opened the door and peered into Tink's room. Anyone home? he asked. He took a few steps and felt something crunch under his feet. The Moonstone! he gasped. Terrence looked around and found Tink's checklist and her balloon plans. He didn't know where his friend was, but it looked like she needed his help. Tink and Blaze passed through the stone arch and came to an old troll bridge. They had found the second clue, but the trolls wouldn't let them pass. "'Beat it before we grind your bones to make our bread,' said the smaller troll. "'Make our bread, not bed.' said the taller troll. The trolls began to argue back and forth. They were so distracted by their fight that they didn't notice Tink and Blaze t- to past them and over the bridge. <laughs> they just walked right past them. That's too funny. Blaze flew across the island and Tinkerbell walked beside him. She was out of pixie dust and couldn't fly. Soon they reached a long stretch of beach. Tink spotted a wrecked pirate ship, and she felt a jolt of excitement. This was the place. That ship that sunk but never sank. or er, that sunk but never sank. Yes, okay, she said. Blaze, this is it. we got to find that mirror and fix the moonstone. Let's go. Tink and Blaze took off towards the ship. Inside, the ship was dark and damp. It creaked with every step they took. Shadows flickered all around the frightened pair. Tink felt something brush past her. Who? Who's that? Who's there? She called, but there was no response. Look, Blaze, whispered Tink. She pointed to a satchel sitting on top of an old table. That mirror had to be in it. Tinkerbell jumped up tried to grab the satchel but it was too high for her. Then she remembered a sharp pointy needle she had brought with her. She threw the pointy needle at the satchel. RIP! The needle caught the bag's fabric and tore it wide open. Gold and jewels and other pieces of lost fairy treasure poured out onto the floor. Tink jumped on the pile and began to search for the mirror. It's got to be in here somewhere, she told Blaze. Help me look. Suddenly, Blaze's glow reflected off a shiny object in the pile. It was the mirror. Tink reached in and pulled it out. Tink looked into the mirror. Only one shot at this, she said trying to concentrate but just as Tinkerbell was about to make her wish Blaze started buzzing in her ear Blaze I wish you'd be quiet for one minute yelled Tink Blaze Blaze's buzzing stopped did she get her wish? is that the wish she wanted? Tinkerbell gasped. No, not that one. That one didn't count. That wasn't my wish. She shouted. Blaze, look. Blaze, look what you've done. Blaze nuzzles up to Tink and tried to apologize. Tinkerbell looked at her silent friend and began to cry. I'm I'm sorry, Blaze. It's it's not your fault, she admitted. It's mine. All mine. I wish Terry. We're here," said Tink sadly. "I wish we were still friends." Suddenly, Terence's face appeared in the mirror. "I am here," he said. Bleh. "Look." Terence, Tink glanced over her shoulder and Terence was right behind her. "Terence," "'cried Tinkerbell. "'She gave her friend a big hug. "'I'm so sorry, but how did you—' "'I flew all night and all day,' Terence explained. "'Just when I was going to run out of dust, "'I stumbled into that flying machine of yours. "'It got me the rest of the way here, "'but why didn't you tell me about the Moonstone?' "'I didn't think I needed any help,' Tink said. "'I was wrong.' Just then a pack of giant rats jumped out of the shadows. They chased after the fairies. Terence grabbed Tink and swung her across the room on a curtain. They spotted an opening on the floor and jumped down. "Terence, buy me some time," called Tink. She threw him the needle and ran behind some debris. Terence fought off the rats while Tink used Blaze's lights to make a shadow of a terrifying monster appear on the wall. Tinkerbell's plan worked. The rats scurried away in fear. Let's go, said Terence. Tink, Terence, and Blaze made it safely back to the balloon. With a dash of pixie dust, they set sail. What's the Well, oh, They got rid of them. They were here. In the picture, you can see that Terence and Tink are getting away from the rats. Whew, thank heavens. What's going to happen when we get back? Asked Tinkerbell. I don't know if it'll help, replied Terence. but I brought this. He took out Tink's shattered scepter. Tinkerbell took a piece of moonstone out of her pouch. She had an idea. I can't do this without you. She told him, "'Would you help me?' Tink and Terence worked through the night to fix the broken scepter. Behind them, the blue moon rose higher and higher in the sky. Back in Pixie Hollow, the autumn revelry had begun. Queen Clarion and the Minister of Autumn were on stage. Fairy Gary was ready to collect the blue pixie dust, but Tinkerbell was nowhere to be found. "'This is a disaster!' Quiet, cried Fairy Mary, when suddenly Tink Terence arrived in the balloon, and Tinkerbell climbed out and bowed to the Queen. Where is the Autumn Scepter? asked Queen Clarion. There were complications, said Tink. But it's ready now. Terence handed her the sceptre, wrapped in a leaf. Fairies of Pixie Hollow said Tinkerbell. I present the autumn scepter. She pulled off the leaf to reveal a scepter made of broken bits of metal, pieces of moonstone, and the magic mirror. Please, please work, whispered Tink. As the moon rays touched the scepter moonbeams reflected everywhere. A shower of blue pixie dust began to fall on the crowd. "Uh Aha! I've never seen so much blue pixie dust before cried the minister. The other fairies watched in delight as pixie dust swirled around them. Queen Clarion stepped forward. Tonight is our finest revelry ever she announced, thanks to one special fairy, Tinkerbell. Tink pointed to Terrence. And her friend Terrence! Oh, and her friend Terrence, added the queen. Blaze flew between Tink and Terrence, buzzing happily. And her new friend, added Queen Glarion. Blaze, said Tink. The crowd of fairies clapped and cheered for the best autumn revelry ever, and the three friends who made it possible. The end.